Good morning. As I posted on the group, and as we discussed uh, last week, and uh, I'm going to be going through different sugis, different so-called themes in Chassidus. Since you're learning individual Maimarim, each one of you, whatever, you're Mokim Shalibi Chafetz. And I know that Yeshiva, in general, Shurim weren't really given in the central themes. It was more like you had to figure it out yourself. And uh, when you bring together all the different Maimarim, so first of all, you see the Chiddush, that Chassidus Chabad, starting from the Alter Rebbe, contributes. And secondly, it's more opportunity to understand many different angles of the subject matter. Now, though, though there were Tainus when Encyclopedia Tamudis was first created, and then Sefer Echim, Rabbi Yael, Olvashalom, that uh, the people are going to start stop learning my modem because they're going to just look in the encyclopedias. So the Rebbe said by Fabreng a number of times that Adrab So these indexes or mafteches, and the Rebbe himself made many mafteches, makes it easier to find the subject, but then you can use your extra time to go deeper into the sugis. So obviously they're not meant to replace learning siddhis, but still it puts things into context. So the best place to begin is uh, with one of the most fundamental and uh, you say this subjects, and that is the Indian, the Musig of Oyer, or more specifically, Eirein Sof. Now, of course, I was thinking first to begin with Atmus, which is everyone's favorite topic, but I think it's much better to understand it through the context of Oyer. And it's always good to begin with a Klotzkasha. How many my modern talk about air? There's no mimer that doesn't mention air somewhere. Whether it's air in self, the fniat simtsum or achrat simtsum, or the air in in ak or akudim or nekudim or vrudim or atzilus briyet sirasia, airis and kalim. So you have to step back for a moment. The question that maybe maybe you did ask, maybe you never asked, what is this union of air? What is this exactly? The abish does not muchrich in anything. So if he created Eir, that means there has to be a reason for it. It has to serve a role. It's not there because it has to be there. So what role does it serve? And so to speak, you could ask the question of Fakert. If Eir didn't exist, what would the life look like? What would our existence look like? Would it make a difference to anyone here? If, if you'd never heard of the concept of Eir... So these are questions that usually are not asked in, uh, in our regular shiurim, either for the reason that it's assumed that everybody knows already, you know, but not lavdafke, as we know, most people don't have the answer. As I quoted last week, the letter from the Rebbe, the Rebbe says that most of the klotzkashas, the basic you say this, are never asked. And people, even people who know a lot of information, don't have an answer to most fundamental question like that. Why do you need oil and what's the role of oil? So, and I'll add one more question. What's the Chiddush of Chassidus in the Indian of Eir? Did Eir exist in the Sfari Sifri Kabbalah? 
and in the Chassidus Saklolis from the Baal Shem Tov and the Magid, what is the Alter Rebbe Chassidus Chabad Chadish with Eir? So yeah, I'm sure you know in the Maimonim it speaks about doing in Eir and Shefa that in the Sifri Kabbalah Rishenim they use the word Shefa. We use the word Eir Chassidus. So the difference is explained. This probably every one of you knows. But uh, the question then is, is just a semantics? I mean, Shefa means a flow. Eir means a reflection. Uh, they're both Mesholim. They're both not physical. They're both reflecting a hashpah and hamshacha from Elokus. So why tak is the real difference? I mean, it says Shefa is, uh, is not dovik to the Moir and all those differences. So I'm going to try to address all of that as best as possible in brief. That's always a sign. If you can say it, Bikitzer, it means you understand it better. It takes uh, like a famous uh, guy that wrote a long letter to his friend and said, I apologize, I didn't have time to write a shorter letter. Because to write short takes a lot more time than to say Barichas. And uh, of course, with the main goal at the end is what is Mayn of Kamina Bepel, in Aveda Bepel, my Benayu. If there's air, there's no air. So I gave a few Marmikamis in the, in the, in the group. And the first place that really you find the Chiddush of Eir, just for, let's start with just the technicalities, is in Agersa Kedish, Simachov. I should have written that as well, but I assumed that was a given, but I should have written it. Now, Agersa Kedish, Simachov, the Altarebbe wrote just a few weeks before his Distalkos. So here comes another thing. If that's where the first time the Altarebbe really discusses Eir, it's not the first time. I'll talk about it in a moment. But that's where there's a real, you really see the Chiddush of the Alter Rebbe. It's only two weeks before his Estalkos. That means Holchsidus Chabad was there before Gerasakedus Simachov, which itself is an interesting uh, phenomenon, as I'll explain a little bit later. But there are my modern from the Alter Rebbe called Lohoven Inyan Eirein Sof. I think I've counted maybe six or seven such my modern, said different times. So you see that the Alter Rebbe himself went to explain what's the Inyan of Eirein Sof. And each of the Maimorim are different. I take one that I'm going to refer to a lot is in Eitzamach Tzedek in Eiratere and Yonim. And if you've learned Samachvov, the Maimor Vayelach, Samachvov, which is one of the fundamental Maimorim Echsidus Bechlal, is very much based on this Agar Sakedish and on this Lahovenin Eirein Sof from Eitzamach Tzedek. The reason I'm giving the Maimor is, is because, first of all, you can go look it up and you could see more details and see, and second of all, to ground it. And it's not just um, based on chassidish theories, that this is straight from the Alter Reb. In Vayelach Samovov, the Alter Reb Rashab says a very strong expression. He says, That's the first place he hears that the Rebbe says that's a chidish from the Alter Reb in the Inyan Eir. So, what exactly then is this chidish? And as I said, these Maimorim discuss it. But this still needs explanation because when you look at the Mamoram, they're a little dense and somewhat even cryptic. So let's start with the question before Eir. In other words, Eir is coming to resolve something. It wouldn't, as I said before, it didn't, wasn't created for no reason. And it doesn't have to be. There's no hechrich. The Shemesh must give off Eir. That's what was created. It has no choice. But it's a nivra. Chaz Vashalom to say, the Ebersh is mukhrich to give off Eir. Chassidus talks about this a lot. The Ebersh is not mukhrich in anything, not Eir and not Briya, nothing. And there's even an expression, loize ikr alakush shenesavim emena Eir, loize ikr alakush shenesavim emena Elamis. That's not even the ikr of the Ebersh. Even when he chooses, it's not 
reflective of him himself. So then what is it exactly? So the real question, the biggest dilemma of all, which I mentioned many times, but I'm going to mention here more specifically, is really goes back to a bigger question, and that is, why did the to create existence in the first place? Before we ask why there's air, you have to ask why there's anything, period. Why is there mitzvah b'chal? So we all know there's different taimi habriya brought in the Mukabalim by the, the Rebbe brings it in the Kutisichus Chelivov. Shemais, the reason for legalish lemus kechesov, says in Eitz Chaim, Ebesh wanted to reveal his potential, his, his uh, <laughs> abilities. There's the reason, or uh, that there should be someone that recognizes him, makabel, that appreciates David. And then there's uh, the ultimate reason, from all the reasons, is Nesava That's the places where this is discussed. So let's go with That means you need to have Tachtenim, which is, of course, is our world. And you want it to be a Dira Leizbarach. So you need two different things here, which are actually opposites. Dira Leizbarach and Tachtenim are as opposite as it gets. The Altareb explains what's the meaning of Tachtenim in Peyrek Lamedvav. What does he say? It's not Tachtenim B'mokim. There's no physical space. Is Tachtenim in Gilei Elikus or in Helam of Elikus? That is the lowest world, as in the deepest Helam, to the point it's a Cheshir Kafel Mechupul, a Helam Behestin, Ad Shemolik Klipus B'Sitra Achre, Ad Sheemli Maniva Afsiyed. Now, what's the the antithesis, the exact opposite of Ein Eid Mulvade? Is Ein is Aniva Afsiyed? Ein Eid Mulvade means there's nothing but the Eibushter. Aniva Afsiyed is nothing but me. So it couldn't be too much more opposites, Dira and Tachtenim. And yet, this is what's Nesava. And Adarab, the Alter Rebbe, says that the elements of Yenim, even though they're also Mitzis, they can't be the Tamabriya because Heilahem Yeridim Erpan of Yisbarach. Different explanations for that. What's relevant to us, it could, it's not, can't be the Tach. Atzilas can't be Tach Zabriya because what does the Ebrister need? A world where you already have Gilel Akus. What's the Chiddush? Adarab, Gilel Akus is always in a higher world, not in a lower world. So where's where's the tachlis tafkid tachtein? Zebushta wants the mamish opposite of him, so to speak, in Gilliam, should be makir and ultimately be a didalei is barach, which is why the Mishkan is built tafkin elam haza from dvarim gashmim, etc., etc. And really, this is the tachlis abriya that for all why the neshama comes down lamata lamailin ganeden. The neshama has much higher hasogis and and hergeshim, like he says, even a sadik gomor. Can't compare his Aveda below in a goof, Gashmi and Elam Hazard, to uh, how it is Lamail without a goof. And yet, Tachus Ayyidah and Neshaman Baguf is to make a Dirabit Tachten. Yeah, the Neshaman will get an Aliyah through it. That's uh, another discussion. So here comes the question. Since the Abishta wanted everything should be in Tachtenim, which means it has to be in the lotion of Chsidis Gidrea Tachtenim, so it has to make sense to Tachtenim. If you'd say, you know what? These two opposites can come together. How? Kol yochel. Kol yochel. So you're back to the Ebrus to doing it. That's not tachtein. So if you say, in other words, to make a dira b'tachtein, you need kol yochel. So that's koyach hakadosh baruch. Koyach is baruch. It's not our koyach. How can tachteinim reconcile and connect to something that's mamish the opposite of our hergish of the yesh 
Like you said, and you don't need rayas. Just look in the mirror, just your own feelings to know. That's one of the things you don't need a raya for from chassidus that we are yesh. You know, just look at what's most important to you. So how do you explain this? And this is the answer, that this is the question that plagues the, from the beginning when Tata was given, this was always a question. How is it done? So generally the answer is, that's why the Ebeshter gave Tata mitzvahs. Tata mitzvahs are not man-made. So he gave us tools, like he says in Perek Lamad Vov, that he gave them the Kayach to make a Dira B'Tachtenim by giving them a Kayach Eliki. Now with our Pechira, through Hayegir B'Tera and the Kima Mitzvahs and Tefillah and so on, we, with those tools, can make a Dira because we're using the Kayachas of the Ebeshter. So it's not kol yochel, is the Abish is giving us these keiches. But still, it still begs the question, you still have two opposites here. Fine, so Teda teaches us how to, and Mitzvah teaches us how to take, let's say, a Yad Gashmi, instead of it being, yes, you give a Yad Mechalek as Zdoka. You use your hand to give Zdoka. You use your head to learn Teda, etc. with all the, the Evrei Haguf. And all the keiches and nefesh, you use them all. Mahu chanun afat But that still doesn't explain how tachtenim mamish become a didelays bar. That means that even though there's tachtenim, we have a way back, so to speak. In other words, it's not tachlis hell and behester where you can't connect to the ebrister. You could. The velt is taka tachtenim, but you still don't have an answer. How can you really bring together these two opposites? What you have here is that a human being can connect to the Ebershter. And as I explained, I believe, last week, and a number of times here in the Shiurim, that that would explain only Maisa Mitzvahs, like an Eved and a Melech. That even though the Ebershter is a Melech, and Melech Malchem Lachem HaKadosh Baruch the human being is an Eved, so the answer is the Eved could be Meshubit to the Ebershter by doing Mitzvahs, Maisa Mitzvahs. But that's it. Is that called the Dira B'Tachtenim? Or is that called that even though you're in Tachtan, you're able to follow what Ebershter wants? So here is where Kabbalah, and it's a strong statement I'm going to say, but it says it's, it says in a number of places that Ebbe speaks about it as well. Kabbalah, and especially Chesidus, comes to answer this big, big question. Where is there a place that there's an interface, a mamutza, that is both a lakus mamish, pure lakus, but also something that we can relate to? Because again, if it's Atzmus the Ebrish to himself, Shalei Be'erech. And I'll use this language. You may you have heard this, we'll show these terms. You talk about Atzmus Mamish. So there's an expression, three expressions I use in Chesidus. Some taken from the Rambam or from other places to express how Atzmus is different than Metzias Hanivroim. And this is critical to the discussion here. The three expressions are that the Ebrish is a Metzias built to Metzias Nimtza. Whereas everything else is a mitzvah nimtza, I'll explain in a moment what that means. Second thing is the Eibush says mitziyuse matzmuse. This is actually the Alter Rebbe's own language, not found before in a Geras Hakedus Simachov. And the third is the Eibush says mechuyev hamitzvahs. So nivroim, no matter what nivroim, netzolim or nivroim, everything, even the highest levels of Eid and Sof, don't have these three elements. Mitzvahs built. Everything is mitziyus nimtza. Everything is not Mitzvah Matzmuseh, which means that it's Mitzvah comes from itself. Everything has a Mokr. Eid has a Moir, even the highest levels. 
And finally, mechuyva mitzis means something that must exist. Nothing must exist except atzmos. So this is what really makes the question much bigger. How can we connect to something that we're not? We don't have anything of it within us. Now, what's what is mitzis built in mitzis nimtza mean, and what is mitzis nimtza mean? Mitzis nimtza means, in simple simple terms. When you ask a question, what is it? What exists? How do you know something exists? How do you know this table exists? So the answer most people will say, I see it. I could touch it. I could feel it. I can. Uh, I, my five senses: riya, shmiya, reach, tam, and mishush can relate to it. That's the usual answer. How do you know there's a thing called seichel and uh, or love? The answer is I can't touch it, but I experience it. You know, when you think, you know there's seichel. We can communicate with each other seichelic ideas. You have hergeshim, midas, ava, or other feelings. So there you have other tools to know. So in other words, everything that what we call mitzias nimtza means that it has to have some way that you define it. It has to have a measure, terms, that you define it, whether it's a physical space or it's conceptual space. No? So everything has a way that you define it. If you say something exists and I ask you, tell me what is its parameters? Define it for me. And you say, I can't define it. I would say it doesn't exist. That's what you would say. It's not nimtze. So everything in life and everything in Kal Seydeshtalshlis is in the gather of Mitzvah Nimtze because it's defined. And definition means it's this and it's not that. It's a table and it's not a chair. It's an apple and it's not an orange. It's air. And it's not a keli. It's keli and not a er. That means a definition. What about atzmus? You can't say that atzmus is defined in any way. You can't say, therefore, that he's a mitzvah nimtza the way we define a mitzvah nimtza. You also can't say that God doesn't exist. So there's an expression that Ambam uses in Meir Nevuchim and cited in Exodus in many places. It's a mitzvah, but it's a mitzvah built in mitzvah nimtza. Basically, he's saying it's, a, it's not not existent. You can't say it's existent like everything else. You can't say it doesn't exist. So you say it doesn't, doesn't exist, basically. That's what it means. I mean, it's hard to wrap your head around it, but you could do it through, through shlila, shlila, by seeing like and anything in this world or anything in existence. If I said to you, how many trees are in there in the world? You'd say, let's say there's a billion trees in the world. I don't know if that's even accurate. And then look it up. And then I would tell you, you know what? It's a billion minus one. You wouldn't be say, oh, you know, that's impossible. Why? Because no tree has to exist. As a matter of fact, all the billion trees could disappear, and that's that. But, but there's nothing that must be. There's no mechuyiv. I'm going to the second definition. Mechuyiv hametzias. Everything could be, could not exist. You were born. They just wanted you to be born. If you were never born, no one would even know about it, because no one's missing you because you weren't expected. So everything that exists had a period when it didn't exist. And it doesn't have to exist. It, yes, the Ebrister could say, I want you to be here, and therefore you have to be here. But that's because the Ratz Nashem, not on its own. There's nothing that you can look in this world and say, if it didn't exist, I, I'd be shocked. Or the, the, everything, was, no, there's nothing such a thing. There's no such thing as Mechuyiv HaMetziyiz Bechla. Everything is here and has a purpose. I'm not saying it doesn't have a purpose. But it's here, but it, but it doesn't have anything about the mitzvahs of itself that says it has to be. And finally, the third thing, even though I said it in the second order, mitzvahs Musa, that's the easiest. Mitzvahs Musa says the Alter Rebbe, 
means that the mitzvah itself comes from within itself. Basically, it creates itself. I don't want to use the word create because you can't say that in the Ebershter, but its existence comes because it has to exist from within itself. Nothing is like that because everything has a mocker. You have parents. Your parents have parents. Everything has a, something that put it here. Even the Damon Sameyachamidabit or anything in existence has to have something that put it there. Even Uyr, as I said before, has to have the Mahava Uyr, has to have the Mokada Uyr. So here it makes the question, therefore, much stronger now. Can we connect to Atmus on those levels, those three, the three, the, the Atmus that's different than in us in every possible way? So the easiest answer would be no, we can't. We can't connect. So rest at peace that you can only reach the Elokus. That's in the gather of Mitzvahs Nimtze, or a lakuz that's in the gather that relates to a Mitzvah that's not Mechuyev a Mitzvah, and a Mitzvah that's not Mitzvah Simatz Musa. However, and this is interesting, this there's no mocker for this, but as the Rebbe said once in a Fabrengen, that we want to connect all the way to Atzmus itself. Now, there are rayas for it. I mentioned last week the rayas when you say Atareis Ladas. Now those rayas are not muhrik that it's atmus mamish. You could always say vahafta is the dargis of alakuz that we relate to. Or Yedaita only to a certain connection. But it's very clear from Chsidis Chabad, especially, that there wants to be a connection all the way to Atmus. So here's where the dilemma is. How can you explain such a thing without using Kol Yochel? And that's where Eirein Sof comes into play. That in order for the Eberstadt to create an existence, number one, that can make sense to us, an existence that's completely Shalei Be'erich to him, and number two, and, and a, a way that we can connect to the Eberstadt on our terms, Tachtenim, that doesn't require a Kol Yochel power. So the Eberstadt wanted to create something, put something in place that will allow Let's call it a place like uh, like the Beloshan Apostolic when Adati Lachoshama. What's the Posik say about the Mishkin? The Abishtah says to Mesha, build a Mishkin. I will meet you there. It's a meeting place. And we also know Nayadati is from the word yud. It's more than just a meeting place. It's like the word moyed comes from that. And or like a moyed as in a yomtif. It's a meeting place in time. And the Nayadati also comes from the word yud as in marriage. It's intimacy. But basically, Sof, as we'll talk about in a few moments, is essentially a, a nivra of the Ebishtah, especially using the word nivra, even though you could say one second, Eir is not a nivra, it's Eir and Moir. But there's an aspect that it is a creation because it didn't have to be. So the Ebishtah wanted it. But it's a Metzius that is, has a paradox to it. It's like the classic uh, Meturgamen, if you wish. Not literally a translator, but on one hand, it's Kuli Elikus. Eir doesn't have anything of its own. Eir is completely bottled to the Moir. has no Ratzin, La'atzmei, even Eir Gashmi. It's completely Me'in HaMoir and bottled to the Moir. It's not the Moir, but it's completely nothing but Elikus. On the other hand, it's already Metzius Nimtza. That's the big, big Chiddush. It's not Metzius Nimtza. It's not built in Metzius Nimtza. It's not Mechuyiv HaMetzius. So this paradox is the essence of Eir. Now, once you have this, now you have a place at least that we can talk about. It's still high levels. There's still going to be, need to be a tzimtzum and a lot of other things before we can relate to this ayr. But
but you have at least something that's not atmos, but it's also not not atmos. And that creates the ultimate space, if you wish, space. You know, I like to envision it sometimes if you want to use it. So since we have Seichel Gashmi, we have to sometimes imagine things. So think of it like a uh, an infinite quilt. I don't know if you know what a quilt is. Like an infinite blanket. With Abish to create what we would call in uh, physics, they would call it a field of energy. You know, a <laughs> field of energy that does not have any shape, has no form, there's no spheres, there's not even a rots in there. So this emphasized, this is all before anything that you can define. It's a pshitas dika, it is composed betachas apshitas, and yet it's not pure atzmus, as in the mitzis built in mitzis nimtza, and it's not not atzmus, because it doesn't have any mitzis la atzme. Basically, if you want to put it in, in, in practical terms, the Abish created the concept of bitl, mitzis ha bitl. So, air really, even though we translate air energy, some translate as light, you know, all these translations are correct technically, but what does it mean, light? You know, sunlight, um, uh, um, uh, daylight, a flame gives off light. What does it mean by light? You say the word light, it's not, you can't just get away by saying there's, there's God and God gave off light, as always the translations you'll hear in any class on earth. What does it mean, give off light? So the example is okay, just like the Shemesh is the Etzema Shemesh and the light reflects or reveals. In that sense, it's correct. It's Hispastus, it's a Gili. So the first thing is Eir is Kolmohusei's Bittel, and the second thing Eir Kolinyane is Gilui. Gilui. Now Gilui doesn't mean the opposite of Helam in this case, because Gilui could also be Megala Koyecha Helam. Gilui means that the Abishta now created an entity that is subject to expression. And I'll just use a Moshel Gashmi, which Echsidus doesn't mamish give this Moshel, but it's Mashma like this in a lot of places. Every person here, every one of you, we all have a nefesh. We're called the etzema nefesh. We all, we all know the expression, etzema nefesh. Etzema nefesh on its own is something you can't touch, you can't define, you can't even, you can't even um, relate to it. It's just there behind the scenes. So what do we relate to? We relate to the erha nefesh. The nefesh as it expresses itself. Now it can express itself, based from Chloe, it gives you life. The Chai is Kloli, called the Chai is Kloli. It's in you that gives you life from head to toe. You're a living human being. After the nefesh and the goof separate, the body's no longer alive. So it's like a force, you could call it electricity, energy, light, whatever you want to call it. But that's not enough. In the Eir nefesh, there's also Kechis nefesh. As the Alter Rebbe says in Peri Gimel and Tanya, that's Kol Mekechis Esu Kechis. What are the esokeches? Chachme, Chabad, Chagas, Nehim. And these are the faculties through which the nefesh expresses itself. Now just let's imagine for a moment that we only had etzema nefesh and there's no oir. And there's no keches nefesh. What would life be like? Would it be like that you and I can never communicate with each other? Two people can never connect. There's no relationships. Because all there is is etzema nefesh here and etzema nefesh here and that's it. There's no, it doesn't manifest in any way. It doesn't express itself, and definitely not in details. Now, on the other hand, people can speak to each other like we're doing now, and you're speaking doesn't mean you're speaking things from your and nefesh. You can be speaking about narishkaiten too, what the weather is like, sports. I'm not talking about necessarily dvorim asurim, dvorim tailim. Stop. 
Now, the ultimate communication, the ultimate connection between two individuals is when you're able to express your etzim nefesh through the keiches nefesh through machshav adibur ma'isa, and then you have what's called nafshik shuri benafshik, or the Friedrich Rebbe explains yechidus. When you went to yechidus to the Rebbe, it was yechidah of the chosid meeting yechidah of the Rebbe, or other such expressions, or even when we say soulmates. What's ultimately soulmates? Not just two people who are friends. There's a hoyel lebosod echad. They become one flesh. Why? Because they were both zochin nekeva bara esam. They were both part of one entity. The Ebrister then split them into two. So the Tselem Elikim is complete when you have the Zohar and the Keva come together. It's just a, a plagufa, soulmates as they say it, however you want to express it. The point I'm making here is that if you have Etzem without Oyer, you don't have a relationship that we can understand. Again, call Yochel, the Ebrister can do anything. He can create us and have a relationship with us and we have no clue how. That's not Tachtein. That defies, that goes against Tachtein. That goes against every rule that we know. So Eir becomes basically the Ebrister's creation of something where the built-in Mitzvah Nimtza has now manifested in the Mitzvah Nimtza, which is uh, which which leaves room now for anything that will be come afterwards will all be a Mitzvah Nimtza, but through Eir it connects all the way to the market to Atzmus itself. This is the general explanation. Now, there's still some dilemmas here, obviously. It's not uh, solved. If it was so simple, we wouldn't need to have hundreds of my modem on this topic. Um, because here comes a question. You can just say, okay, this carries over the question only for number one. Fine. You now explain how there's a, 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 a darge, so to speak, a level that's not asmus, but it's also not a nivra, because it's bottled completely to asmus. But then where does Milta Mitzis Nimtza and Mitzis Nimtza connect between Eir and Atmos, because Atmos still remains removed, as the Maimonim speak about, that Eir is as distant from Atmos as the Yesh Gashmi, when you talk about built Mitzvah Nimtza, because the Eir, the Eibist is not a Moir, it's not Mugdir in being a Moir, the sunlight reveals the sun, so it has something in common, it's Takesh Erech, it's a Ha'ara, but it's sunlight, it's not moonlight, it's not a tree, it's not a stone, but the Eibist, you can't say the Eir is a reflection of the very nature of Atmos, because Atmos is Shalei Berach to Eir too. I mentioned before, Loiza Ikeda Lakush and Savaman Eir. Question number one. Number two is okay, so how did, how did the Mukabal understand it before Chsidis? If, if you need Eir and the Alta Rebbe's Chidish is an Inya A, like I mentioned from Vayelach, how do they understand it? So here I'm going to summarize the Maim of Vayelach, Samachvav now. Briefly, which, as I said, is miyusad on Samech Tzedek's Lahoven, actually the Alter Rebbe, but Samech Tzedek's Hanoche of, or explanation of Lahoven in Erein Sof. And he speaks, answers this direct question of what, what is the Chiddush of the Alter Rebbe in Eir, Legabe, the Mukobolim Harashenu. And he primarily talks about two different opinions, the Ramak, Ramesha Kardivero, and Rameh, who they were contemporaries. And there's a, the discussion is exactly this issue, this mamutza between a lakus and velt, or a lakus and mitzias. They don't use the language built in mitzias nimtza, just for the record. So clearly they're speaking maybe on a lower level. But regardless, the machlekas that they have is regarding this, this connection between a lakus and mitzias elements. 
So in Kabbalah, the big level that's important to know is the level of Keser. Keser in language Belaz is Rotzen. Rotzen Hashem. So here's the disagreement. Is Keser Ein Sof or not? There's a whole Ramak, there's a whole uh, section in the Pardis of the Ramak, a whole, a whole uh, Shar, where he talks about Ima Keser Hua Ein Sof. And he brings them different Mukabalim on this. Is it Ein Sof or is it Gvul, basically? Is it one of the spheres, like in a, as, as a Hamshacha Gvulis, a limited Hamshacha, or is it Ein Sof, which means referring to the Ebishter himself, Ein Sof? And, the, and in different words, is the Ratzon Hashem like the Ebishter or is the Ratzon Hashem more like a creation? And the difference is each one has a mile over the other. If Keser is Ein Sof, so then there's a connection to Ein Sof. That means we can connect to the Ebishter through his Ratzon. On the other hand, to say that Ratzon is Ein Sof would be saying that the Ebishter is Mugder in a Geder called Ratzon. Ratzon is a Geder. We mentioned before, no matter what, it's a definition. Rotson is not Tainuk. Rotson is not Chachme. Rotson is a Geder. To say that Atmos, even though they don't use the word Atmos, they use the word Ainsof, is Rotson is a problem. So the Ramah goes, you can't say Rotson is Ainsof. You could say Ainsof wants to have a Rotson, basically a Rotson to a Rotson in Kavyochel. The Ramah, on the other hand, says that Ainsof is Rotson. The difference would be, like in any Mamutza, one, you're connecting more to the Ebrister, but it's not about the Nivroim so much. You have to basically be Mavat yourself to connect there because a Nivra is not one with Ainsof. On the other hand, if Rotson is not Ainsof, so we connect to Rotson because Rotson relates to us, Rotson Hashem, Rotson Hashem, that he wants to have a, a Nivra, he wants to have a Tselem Alekim, and he wants to give us Tehra Mitzvahs. And the Vayelach, he goes back and forth about the mile of each of these opinions. And that's where he says, that the Alter Rebbe comes and adds one dimension that they both don't talk about. By them, it's either Ainsof or Rotsa, or Ainsof and Keser. And they, the Alter Rebbe adds between the two, Eir Ainsof. That once you have Eir, so the Lashon there is Narviach, he says, we have both miles. On one hand, it's not a Dargen. Eir is Poshet, the Tachas Apshitis. It's not like Rotsa that has a Tziur. On the other hand, it's also not Atmos. So basically, he says it has both milas on both these shittas and Kabbalah. So what do you have? What's the conclusion from this? Is that Eir is a whole darga that is a fascinating one because in some ways, it does something that Kavyochel Atmos itself doesn't do. Even though Eir is completely from Atmos, but it's able that Atmos is able to do two things at once. Bring so-called his kavyochel core built in mitzvahs nimtza and mitzvahsim atzmusim mechuyev and mitzvahs personality into a mitzvahs nimtza, and the reason that's possible is because oyer is a bottle betachlis habitl poshut betachlis habshitas, and that's the key key thing that before the Alter Rebbe you don't have that musik spelled out so much. Now it's not to say they didn't know it. Maybe they did know. It's like like mission and gemara. Everything has its time. But the bottom line is in Chiddus Chabad, this is the main, main Chiddush. Now, to answer the question, the other question I asked, which is, so where does Eir meet Atzmus, so to speak? Since it's built in Mitzis Nimtz and Eir is Mitzis Nimtz, so what did we really accomplish? We moved out of Atzmus, so to speak, and we're now into another gather, which is called Mitzis Nimtz, 
It's not Mukhiv Amitsiyas and so on. So you probably have heard the Lush in some Amarim. He says it also in Bayelach, some above, that there's a level of Uyr that's called Ba'asmus and it's Kodim Kikad Muse. For this expression, Kodim Kikad Muse. It's a very strong statement. And I'll introduce another expression that also says in the same Amarim that he said there's a thing called Kodmo Aheder and there's Ke'en Shekodmo Aheder. What does that mean? That, for example, you could say that Eir was here always, from the beginning, or beginning, from whenever the Eberster wants it to be, it was always there. But still, it's Ke'en Kodmo Aheder because it doesn't have to be. In Inyan, it has a Sibah and a Mesubah. The Sibah is Asmus and Eir is a Mesubah. So even though the Mesubah could be always there, but it's still, it's not the mocker. You can't say that the beira is air. You could say air carries the kayach So in Anoichi Samach Zayin, also in Hemshuk Samach Vav, Anoichi Tafre Samach Zayin, the Alter Rebbe Rashab asks the question, since air is shalei berech ta'atzmus just like everything else, so what did we gain with air? Why can't we then so say that it's kol yochel again, the Ebrister kol yochel, so then what does Eir accomplish, so to speak, since it's also not Atzmus, and Shalei Berach to Atzmus? So he answers there, he says three reasons. He says, Aleph Beis Gimel, three reasons. I'm not going to go through all the reasons, but I'll just give you the, the, the summation of it. What he comes away and says is that the Ebrister wanted everything to be Beseder V'Hadrag. This is the second reason he gives. He wanted everything to be organized. In other words, to say that there'd be a leap Atmos creates Tachtenim, and there's no air, and there's no Seder Shtalshus, and nothing, that would be like saying, your Etzim HaNefesh communicates with mine, without Keiches HaNefesh, without Machshavah Dibiramais, without anything. It's a completely illogical, impossible to understand. Since he wanted it to be Apisechel, so he wanted it to be in an orderly way, so the first step is, create a Darge that's Takeshalei Be'erech, but at least it's not Hepech of Atmos. Because Eir has no mitzvahs except Atzmus. It's completely bottled with Tachas Abitl. So from the, from the point of view of Atzmus, Taka Eir is Shalei Berech. But from the point of view of Eir, Eir is completely bottled with mitzvahs to the Ebeshter. It's, it's almost just to give it more a little more tangible uh, expression. It's a little what it says in the Sikh, it's the time of Kedach. What does Kedach say? Maduat Tisnasu. Right? Why do we need a Moshe and Aden and leaders? Everybody is holy. So what do we call? What do we need teachers? What do we need Rosh Hashiva? What do you need Lamdim? What do you need a Rebbe for? Everybody is a chelik alakam imal mamish. It's connected straight to the Ebesh. What do you need to have all these uh, so-called memutsayim? And we know in Teda, we have no, everybody connects straight to the Ebesh. So the answer is the same question. I remember once we wrote to the Rebbe, similar question about something else. And the Rebbe said, according to your question, what do you need Atzilus for? What do you need Bria for? Then the El Mazah Gashmi was created by the Abishta. What do we need Atsilus for? Same thing, what do you need Eir? Because you need something that reflects Alakus. Kedach's mistake was that yes, call the no problem. But how do they connect Mitzidom on their level? So you need to have Chinuch, you need to learn, so you need to have a teacher, you need to have a Rav. You need to grow level by level, etc. That's the way it is. If not, it would be not the Seder It would be a leap, which wouldn't make sense to us. It would be like saying someone was born 
As soon as they're born, they're a gone, a gone Adir. There's no such thing. Even the grass to God, even the Alta Rebbe, and all the greatest Ga'inim were born as children. Yes, they had the potential in the Kaychis, Butzim, Butzim, Akat, Fiyadiyah, etc. But they had to go through Yigiyah. They learned and they grow and they so on. So they grew faster. And when they, even when they were young, they were already seen as being Iluyim, etc. So to bring it back to, say, the Shtalshul, is the same thing in the Elam, Kotten, Za'adam is also in the big picture. Oyer is essentially the first step, because it's not in anyway, Without Oyer is completely always dovuk and bottled to the Moir. All the Maimorim, that's what they talk about. The question is the level of Dveikus and lower levels, higher levels, but Oyer never loses its personality as always. If there's Oyer, there's a Moir. The Yesh is not like that. The Yesh Aniver does not say if there's a Yesh, there's a there's a Boira. Yesh is Mechayevit. It doesn't, Begilu, it's not that way. If you see sunlight, you don't have to see the sun. You know there's a sun. So if you see an expression, you know that right away it's coming from somewhere. So what Eir introduces is the concept of Bitla and Gilui that we can relate to. And on the highest levels, all it is is a reflection of Atmos. And this leads me now to the final point with the Kodem Kikad Musa. Because of its Bittl, this is one of the big Chidushim Moshe and that Bittl doesn't mean that you lose everything and you become annihilated. It's not like Heishi that's boy and the Malach burns up. It's much deeper than that. Bittl means that when you're bottled to your Mokir, you become part of the Mokir. As a matter of fact, you become an extension of the Mokir. There's an expression that Rebbe... I heard this from Abiel um, and the Maimer of Sadiq, Hamshar Sadiq Dalad from the Friedrich Rebbe. So he talks about Ruchnius and Eir, some of the themes I'm talking about here as well. And, the, and the, I'm not sure if the Rebbe said the expression or that was, was understood in Yechidus when the Rebbe was explaining how other that he wrote in that Maimer. There's an order about Machsas Hashekel. Not here in the Gay here so much. I spoke about it last Sunday. They had the, for the Shleshim a symposium on Agdus. So the expression was, which is mind-blowing expression, bitl kenish bottle then. That's what the Rebbe said. Or at least the Belashan or the Teichen. Bitl kenish bottle then. Think about that. Everything in this world can be bottled. Just as it has a scholar, it has a sof. Everything was born, dies. That's how it is. That's the gathered of a Metzius, as I said before. But bit, what about bitl? Bittl kenish bottle then, you know why? Because the more it's bottled, the more it becomes an existence. It's home mitzias is bitl. Now, if you apply that to Eir Sof, so the bitl of Eir is akhidekach, that it assumes the personality of the thing that it's bottled to. So though you can't say that Eir is atmus, but because of its bitl, it becomes just like atmus. Because there's a to say two things become like one if the thing is a mitzvah. But if it's calling Yanni's bitl, to put it in simple English, you, if you dedicate it to something, to yourself, so you're as strong as you are. But if you're dedicated to a cause, or you're dedicated to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe is in Yonim, so you become then an extension of those in Yonim. Now, if those in Yonim happen to be Nitzchim, so you become an extension of Nitzchis. Not that you mitzvah atzmei are Nitzchi. It's your bitl that allows you to become what we call in simple English a transparent channel that's not getting in the way. So the only thing is you're like an extension of the flow of whatever your mukad is. If you're bottle, that's the tanai. 
There's a very interesting letter in Tov Shechavov. It was a hundred years from the Tzemach Sadek's uh, Stalkus. Pesach, Yud Gimel, uh, uh, Gimel uh, Nissen. So in the letter that Rebbe writes, the whole letter is about the Tzemach Sadek. And he brings out the Tzemach Sadek. Like he gives maybe ten titles. It was a Gon and a Mokubal and a Rebbe and a Manik. A Gansa, the whole thing. And it says, and we have to learn from the Tzemach Sadek. Then the Rebbe asks a question and says... How can we learn from a person of that caliber? There's nothing comparable. And the Rebbe gives a marshal. It's an interesting marshal. He says that um, just like the ocean reflects the sun, so too every drop of water reflects the whole sun. Not less than the entire ocean. You take a drop of water, it reflects the the moed, the, the sun, just like the ocean. But the Rebbe says there are three tnoim. The, the water has to be Rain, um, uh, what was that? just remember, rain, um, um, he uses three words in Yiddish. Rain, klor, rain, and neged hashemesh, has to face the shemesh. In other words, the water has to be bottled. If the water is not clean, has some dirt in it, it's not going to reflect the sun. If it's not clear and transparent, also won't. And if it's not facing the sun, obviously it's not going to be. In other words, if it's not bottled like it's makushu to the mokka. That's what the Rebbe says. So I always thought of it that if you think about it, it's mamish what Eireh Sof is. Eireh Sof is a pure, without any other agenda, not even a rotzen, not even Sfiris, not even Sfiris ain't cats, Chassidus talks about. It's a pure reflection of its mokka. So though it's a Metzius Nimtza on its own, but if it's a pure reflection of built nimtza, it'll give us also a taste of built nimtza. Not mitzadatzme. It will be exactly like a shliach. Shluchish loden kamese. He can bring the Rebbe to another person. He's not the Rebbe. No one shliach will ever say he's the Rebbe. But his bitl to the Rebbe allows him to be a like a yad arucha, like he's like an extension. That's just how you apply it in, uh, in pale mamish. So Eir ultimately, therefore, has that element so besides being a so-called memutza, a place now where Mitzias Nimtza can connect Elokus in the purest and the highest levels, more than that, it's also a dugmachaya, so to speak, for Bittl. The ultimate bit, when you learn about Eir, you're learning really what is true Bittl. And for a yesh like us, a yesh anivra, which our mokir is from Amatsusim Atzmusim, from Atzmus, like the Alter Rebbe says, Nageres Kedis Simachov. But he says that the Abish creates this yesh through air. And he says the Elashim, Eir me'ena moir. Since air is me'ena moir, it can carry the koyecha bria. Jahula vade bekeche v'yecholte. Only the Abish can create yesh ma'ayin. Ve'efes ha'muchlet she'en le'ilu v'siba, like he says there. Who carries it, however? Eir. Because air is, a, is, so to speak, a shliach without any agendas. It has no other thing except following whatever the mocker wants it to do. So Bamela Eir carries this and becomes a dogma for us that we can relate to. You want to have an example of Bithel? Look at Eir. So with that, you have some picture about what the role of Eir is, what its uh, purpose is, and why the Ebershter created it. I want to just conclude on a, I mean, I already said a practical application. But the real Chiddush, of course, is that we're not, become, we're not Eir. We are Yesh. Ebershter didn't create us as Eir. 
you're not a walking dugmachaya like Ovisena Merkava. When you look at you, you look, you see the moir. At least I think most of us are not in that madre. We're not created to be that way. We're created to be befedish yesh, yesh anivra. However, the biggest chiddush is that through our aveda, we combine both milas. The mile of a yesh, a yesh that behaves like oyer. So the ultimate purpose of oyer is that we incorporate it in our lives, and that's through bitl. It's really bottom line is bitl, the asad of everything. You know, the whole concept of shlichus. And I don't just mean it as a card-carrying member of shliach. I mean to say the concept that the Rebbe says, or a shliach is. Well, the Rebbe says in in Vayikra, something pretty uh, mind-blowing. Long before we understood the concept of shliach, the Rebbe, Alter Rebbe says that everything that's not atzmus is a shliach. Because Oyer Ein Sof itself is a shliach of the Ebesh to, to carry. He says that the word shliach. And shluch eshel odem kameisei, and he adds mamish. It's all in the kutatere vayikra. So anything that's not the mokad itself is already a shliach. So now you apply that to our personal aveda. You know, we're zeched to be the Rebbe's tamidim and children and shluchim, no matter what you end up doing. The Rebbe's a shliach. What does it really mean? It means you're a yesh. Like the Rebbe says in all the sikhs, what does he say? He says, a shliach has to have two hofchim. Mamish, like I started out, hofchim. On one hand, a shliach must be a bardas, a cheresheit of a cotton can be a shliach. A child can be a shliach. You can't have a shliach has to be an independent entity that its own volition chose to be your shliach. So it has to be mamash adover nifrid bifne But at the same time, it has to be completely bottled to the mashaleach. If there's moyal bishlichuse, if in any way changes, or he thinks he's a sutif, not a shliach, he is bottle shlichuse. Because he's no longer an extension. So if you put it in the ACs that we spoke about here now, it's a yesh that behaves like oyer. A yesh that chooses to be completely bottled to the mocker, to atzmus, or to the mashalech in this, in this example, and fulfills, even though it has its own day b'fne atzme, it's mechaven, and all its inyan is to fulfill what this mashalech wants it to do, which is the biggest chiddush of all. Because for it to be bottled, doesn't take any work. It is created as bitl. It Hashem doesn't have to work on becoming bottle. So by us, it takes a lot of work. But that creates ultimately the chibur where you really have, when you say, that's built in Mitzvah, but it's a, it's, and at the same time, and it's in Tachtenim. And at the same time, it's begili like a dira because you have the combination of the yesh who's chosen through Ayurveda to be, be like Eira Laki, to be completely bought. Mashiach comes, that's when it'll be Bishlemus, both milas. There'll be Befedish Atachten, but the Tachten will be radiating. Like the Rebbe says, Venigal Kveid Hashem called Basar, not called Ene Basar. Basar itself, the yesh itself, will see Alakus Nigla. That's the Khibur of Yesha and Eid. Okay. Thank you. Everyone have a great day.